following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan. It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We are heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Rich Rock is the engineer making sure we get off the ground. Thank you, Rich Rock, for who you are and what you do. He works for our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, uh, NGR. It is signing day number two for college football. And also today, a lot of kids are signing on the dotted line for college sports all across Michigan. We will go through Michigan, Michigan State. We'll hit Ferris, Grand Valley, Saginaw Valley, Michigan Tech, Northern Michigan, Hillsdale will connect to as many recruiting signings from Michigan kids, both in-state and out-of-state. We will do that coming up during uh, this broadcast. Chris Ballas of TheWolverine.com uh, will join us. And you can do shout-outs like we do each and every year on this Wednesday, presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. If you know of... A young man or woman who has signed on to play college sports or is signing today. I know a lot of schools were doing their signing day events right after school today. Uh, you can drop those at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That is HUGE, H-U-G-E. Out of two one zero zero zero. So yeah, no matter where they're going, what school, what sport, we really like to use our high school Wednesdays uh, to give some love. And I have a ton already retweeted, posted at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. We'll go through the on three dot com rivals top twenty five rankings nationally. Now, the 2024 class for most of the big boy schools, Power 4 schools, was done in the December signing period. But as Jim Comperoni from SpartanMeg.com said yesterday, Coach Smith at Michigan State really used this signing day, two to his advantage. We'll discuss that. I'm looking at the final numbers coming in on, on 3.com's 2024 
recruits, which would be the last two signing days, including today. Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Oregon, Miami, Texas, LSU, Auburn, Oklahoma, and Florida, the top 10. ND at 11, Michigan at 15, Penn State from the Big Ten at 16, USC now from the Big Ten, which is kind of strange to say, at 18, Wisconsin at 22, Nebraska at 24. That's in the top 25. Uh, Iowa at 30, and we want to give some love to Tim Lester, former Western Michigan quarterback and head coach. He is the new offensive coordinator at Iowa. Think about that with how bad they've been on offense. If you're Tim Lester and you do well, you're going to be a god in Iowa and probably the heir apparent when Kirk Ferentz is done coaching. He's a friend of the show. we got to get him on later, Superfly. Not today. It's, it's a busy day busy week for him this day really is about and we'll get to the michigan michigan state stories and jim Comperoni, smartmeg.com will join us jason killip handles smartmeg.com msu recruiting adam friedman for rivals.com national insider chad simmons from on3.com with the national rankings ej holland for the wolverine.com what about all the coaches leaving they lost elston People are screaming Harbaugh's raiding the staff. No, Harbaugh gave them some time to pony up with some offers from Ward Manuel to keep some of these coaches. And these coaches wanted to see Michigan get through this signing day. That was, I think, their goal. So I'm, I'm not faulting Harbaugh or any of these coaches who want to go to the NFL. Yeah, Ward Manuel in Michigan from paying coaches to NIL to keeping coaches, they have got to change their system in place immediately. Yeah, so looking at on3.com, Wolverines for 2024, like I mentioned, number 15, which, you know, you kind of look at what they had done the last two years. And even into the fall, that you would think they would capitalize more on three straight Big Ten titles, three straight wins over Ohio State. The national championship in that run probably comes into play more for 2025. And on the on3.com national uh, rankings there, you're going to get Michigan, I think, showing a little jump. And we'll go through that with... Chad Simmons, our national recruiting guy, here in about 20 minutes. I want to get Chris Ballas in from TheWolverine.com uh, here on signing day two with more coaching movement with Michigan. Chris, uh, the NIL things that you have detailed at TheWolverine.com. Ward Manuel and University of Michigan had better start moving faster to keep good people in Ann Arbor and, and to keep good players in Ann Arbor. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. And everybody said, well, you can't panic and you got to, you know, I mean, people here have been treating it at sometimes like it's a fad, which is a joke because obviously this is the direction that college football is going. Now we'll see where it is in two or three years when you have revenue sharing. But right now it's basically Ohio State's become the New York Yankees, right? And they're like, okay, we're so embarrassed and ashamed from of losing to Michigan three years in a row. 
that we're going to go ahead and outspend everybody so that they can't beat us. But if you look at Michigan's roster, if, if you look at the guys that contributed to a national championship team, Mason Graham and Kenneth Grant are going to be first-round picks. These are guys ranked between 200 and 300 in the rankings. Carson Barnhart was a three-star. I can go right down the list. Rod Moore was a three-star safety out of Ohio that Ohio State didn't want. So really a great job identifying and developing talent by Michigan. So we'll see if Sharon Moore can keep that. But Mike Elston, losing him is a blow. They're still waiting to hear on Steve Klink's scale. We think he's going to be leaning towards coming back to Michigan. Michigan's secondary coach, who's absolutely elite and co-defensive coordinator, but he's been told that you know they're looking likely looking outside at guys like Wink Martindale and Joe Cullen, guys that are familiar with the Ravens system, Baltimore Ravens system, at coming in here and being the defensive coordinator. So they still have some work to do. So tough for Sharon Moore in the in the short run, but main main thing, Bill, is securing these players to NIL contracts and making sure that they stay in Ann Arbor next year. Yeah, you can see why uh, a lot of college coaches, including the BC coach, uh, going uh-huh. to the NFL that. Now you got to re-recruit your players. Uh, you have to deal with NIL. And even I'm looking at Michigan, and I mentioned this coming into you, with three straight Big Ten championships, with three straight dominating wins over Ohio State, with a national championship, with three straight college football playoff appearances. I just mentioned on the On3.com team recruiting rankings, number 13 and their pegged at number 15 right now, a year from now in 2025, you would think Michigan would capitalize and be top five with their football resume right now. You would, and that's just kind of the nature of the business now. Ward Manuel came out a few weeks ago and said, we're not paying guys to come here. And uh, I agree with him. It's still illegal, right? The transformational transactional thing only goes so far though and the thing is if you're not going to do that then again you have to have the strong nil in place so kids know what they're going to get when they when they come here and i know somebody who was down at northwestern recently and i i don't know remember if we talked about this or not but it was looking at their basketball program and how they had uh, an agent with an office on campus one of these agencies uh that LTS or something like that, where they can kind of monitor and, and provide NIL opportunities for kids. And if you don't have that support for them, then you know what? That is almost number one in importance anymore. It's not about academics and education and everything else. It's about what opportunities am I going to get to make money? And I don't think that's unfair to a lot of these kids, especially the ones that come from backgrounds where they don't have the means to go to, to college and, and they can capitalize on their name, image, and likeness. So they needed to be better prepared for that, and they weren't. From what we understand, they still don't have an NIL director, and that's something that was recommended a long time ago. And to me, that's inexcusable at a place like Michigan. But, again, I'm not the one making the decisions over there, and I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but it just doesn't seem to be seem like they are a step ahead of everybody. It seems like, it seems like they're a step behind, Bill. You know, Chris, and it's something that you're not going to see now, obviously. They won the national championship, but when you're 15, 13, winning championships, Big Ten and nationally, and you're not capitalizing on recruiting, that will catch up to you. It will. It will. Yeah, and, you know, the portal, everybody talks about the portal, but you don't want to build your team in the portal either. You look at Michigan basketball, and I understand that it's a different sport, but it's hit and miss. And you need that culture. The, the culture is one of the reasons that Michigan won this title, right? And these guys stayed together and took less money to come back for one last chance. You know, we said it had a last dance feel to it in the fall, and it certainly does appear that way now, right? When Blake Corum coming back and J.J. McCarthy and all these guys, Nick Zinter and Trevor Keegan and 
And God bless them, man. 15-0, and 0, that's something that Michigan fans will never forget. And it's funny, you know, we've been get, taking some criticism about how we are whining. And didn't, don't you, didn't you love that? And I'm like, yeah, didn't you? And wouldn't you like to see it continue? Because you've got the resources at Michigan to have great teams year after year. You don't want this thing to fall off a cliff and, and be the Jerry Krause Bulls after their last dance. You want to keep it going. So, And if you're the leaders and best, then you should be in position to do that. And right now they are not. Chris Miles from the Wolverine.com joining us here on the huge show across Michigan talking about uh, the coaches leaving, also filling out the staff. This is kind of strange uh, that there's not faster movement on finalizing your staff, but I know you hit the ground running. I know you had uh, the recruiting trail all across right. the country. You had to get out there, so I'm not going to pile on uh, more just yet because everything's been moving at warp speed. Uh, with Harbaugh uh, leaving for uh, the Chargers. And I'll get your thoughts on some of the signing day number two uh, names on paper for Michigan. But when will Moore finalize his staff? How important is it to get it done sooner than later? Yeah, really for the kids. You know, I've been talking to parents of kids, and they want to know who their coaches are going to be, if they're going to be staying here, and who they're going to be learning from. We do think that Joe Cullen is the guy that is going to be number one on their list, and he's really come a long way. He's been the D.C. finalist, I think, and and Seattle's been looking at him. He knows the Ravens system as well. Uh, He had a history here in Detroit that wasn't great, but he has gotten it together. He's been it's been 18 years since then and uh, and really has made a, a name for himself as one of the top defensive minds in the game working at Kansas City right now. So we think he's number one on the list. You would hope to keep Klingscale as co-defensive coordinator. And then after that, it's kind of wide open. We've heard Wink Martindale's name. He was with the Ravens, and he's been in the NFL. But he's a guy that's been an NFL guy. Do you really want to, does he really want to come back to the college game? So uh, we'll see what happens. But I know they're going to throw a ton of money at somebody. And that is the biggest step right now because the offensive staff is in a pretty good spot with Grant Newsom at the offensive line coach. Still don't know what's going on with Mike Hart. Uh, haven't heard a lot there about whether he's going to be retained or not at running backs. But Ron Bellamy at wide receivers, Kirk Campbell, a quarterbacks coach, going to stay there and then also move to OC. But it's that defensive staff because that's where your big-time players are, your Mason Grams, your Kenneth Grants, your Will Johnsons, and having to keep them next year. If you do that, Bill, you're going to have a really good football team. I believe that if you can find a quarterback they're, they've got some good young linemen. Uh, they've got an offense. They've got some good young receivers. But if you lose those stars, then you're talking about a rebuild here, and it's going to be really, really tough. All right, Chris, on signing day number two uh, on this Wednesday, some of the new blues, as they're saying on the Michigan uh, football Twitter, uh, looking at Jeremiah Lowe, uh, also uh, Buck Benro. Uh, who are some of the names? Any standouts oh. here that – help this team. I know signing day one in December is a big one for most power four schools, but uh, what about the names who signed on the dotted line today for Michigan football? Yeah, you know what? To me, it's I barely even looked at it, Bill, and it's a lot different than it used to be, right. and it's, un- it's unfortunate because uh, this used to be such a great day, and, and it's different now even in December because you have so many flips now. It's like who's getting – the money, uh, who's, you know, you've got a guy, okay, somebody comes in with an offer at the last second. And, uh, to me, it's, um, you know what, it's really more about 2025 and building towards that. You're going to have those guys that are that sign late. Uh, Michigan, it hasn't gotten a, a 
like a five star on signing day in a long, long time. I remember back in the days of Sean Crable and Lamar Woodley when we would be going to their press conferences expecting Michigan to land them, but it's just a different era. So uh, I'll be honest, going into this week, I'd forgotten it was even the second signing day. That's how irrelevant it's really become. So um, I'm sure that's something that you guys will talk about a little bit later, but for me, uh, I'm concentrating right now on the coaching searches and, and what kids they're recruiting to stay here at Michigan because they got a lot of work to do there. There are some of these uh, some with some of these kids that are on the fence. Yeah, and a solid class. Again, I mentioned 13 2024 rankings on 3.com, 15 for 2025, and that's why I think they hit the ground running with Sharon Moore, but uh, the official class uh, looks pretty strong. Uh, Hogan Hansen, tight end out of Medina, Washington, Jeremiah Beasley. I remember him in Belleville. Yes. With Bryce Underwood. That guy's a stud linebacker. He's the type of guy that can help you early. He can. Yeah, exactly. And he's got the body for it if you look at him. And everybody th- was hoping that Bryce Underwood would come with him, but uh, obviously got a nice deal to go to, to LSU. How much did LSU so, give him? How much did Brian Kelly I, and LSU give him, Bryce Underwood out I, of Belleville, Michigan? That I don't know, but I, I can confirm that it was a lot more than Michigan. <laughs> So, and that's a problem when you've got these elite quarterbacks like him uh, and Dante Moore last year that are getting out of your backyard. But what do you do about it? And uh, it's really tough now. Detroit has become one of those places like everybody else where it's easy to, to grab some of these kids. And uh, it's frankly, it's the way it is around the country now, Bill. If you got a got something to offer, then people are going to listen, and it's really hard to blame them. Yeah, looking at the other names now between the two signing days, uh, Brady. Price Corn, who's a tight end out of Lake Orion, Michigan. Uh, Jacob yeah. Oden out of Detroit. Uh, Blake Frazier out of Austin, Texas. Cole Sullivan, a linebacker out of Pittsburgh. Uh, Jake, uh, I think it's Cornera, uh, who's out of Florida. Big offensive lineman. Edge rusher Dominic Nichols out of Maryland. Jaden Davis, he's a quarterback. And again, Campbell, I saw the yep. story at the Wolverine.com talking about this. QB open QB competition going into the spring. This is going to be one of the more interesting springs for Michigan football in a while because everybody wants to know who's replacing JJ. Right. And they're going to go look to the portal, I'm sure, as well. And then you got to keep your guys. There's another portal entry in uh, in April that you're going to have to sweat out because all these kids now, everybody's saying, well, nobody's leaving Michigan. Well, right now they're in class and they're immersed in it. It's going to be that April portal when people really start coming after their kids, and they're going to have to sweat that out. In addition to that, Michigan's going to go out and look for some positions to try to fill some needs, too. Uh, wouldn't be surprising at all to see them look at a wide receiver, obviously a quarterback, maybe another linebacker. So uh, this is, you know, it's like there's a different season now every every season. You look at spring, and that's a huge season for recruiting. You look at summer, it's it's class of 2025 kids. So never seems to end, Bill. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm trying to navigate the NCAA dead periods, what you can and can't do as a parent of ACE as a recruit, and I feel like I'm taking an algebra test when I'm reading you know, <laughs> what I can, cannot do, what contact dead yeah. periods. I mean, it's crazy. It's nuts. It is. It's stupid, and if you break one of those rules accidentally, they're going to come down on you for it, right? Even though some kid shows up to his presser in a Lamborghini. Oh, how so. how fitting would that be if I took down Michigan football? <laughs> <laughs> I might never come on your show again. You might not have to come on. I'm like, yeah. like and here's here's photo of Bill getting a satchel. As you can see, the Benjamins are sticking out of it. 
Hey, if your, your kid's on the trajectory that we think he is, man, you never know because uh, that, I've seen this film and Doug Skeen's seen this film, and that that boy can play some football. Yeah, you know, we'll see, man. I'm not, you know, I'm. It's uh, forbidding. Please contact Bill Simonson. That's not. Uh, <laughs> I, hey, we're not in Alabama, okay? We're not in SEC country. Everything's above the board. Uh, some of the other names: Josiah Edmond, DB out of Indy. This is the final recruiting class for 2024. Andrew Sprague, offensive lineman out of Kansas City. Ted Hammond, defensive lineman out of Cincinnati. Uh, Channing Goodwin, who was out of Charlotte, North Carolina, wide receiver. Owen, I think it's Waffle, or he has a great name, Waffle. 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 Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. one. There's. There should be. There's only one A. That should be Waffle. <laughs> Probably. Okay, defensive uh, yeah. lineman. Uh, Jordan Marshall, yeah. running back out of Westchester, Ohio. Jaden Smith. Linebacker out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Amarion Stewart, wide receiver out of Chicago. Edge rusher Devon Baxter from Clinton, Maryland. Micah uh, Kabapana uh, from Hawaii. And if I'm anywhere close to that name, God bless everybody. Running back Mason Curtis, edge rusher out of Nashville, Tennessee. Luke Hamilton, offensive lineman. Kind of looks Amish, but you'll take him out of uh, Akron, Ohio. DB Jeremiah Lowe out of Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, ben Roebuck out of Youngstown, Ohio. Edge uh, Lugard out uh, of uh, <laughs> Bowie, Maryland. <laughs> I can't wait. What are some of these names? What are they? They got University of Michigan, Samoa? What's going on? <laughs> I tell you what, it's uh, it's hard for even me anymore to know all these names and we follow. Oh my god, I name, feel like I'm I, I need Jeopardy music right now, uh, Bill. How much you get to put on E uh, Dog Pie? Yeah, I think the K is silent. Uh, oh, uh, how am I supposed to know that? Yeah. And take the K out of the name. There you go. Like F.A. Udo. I used to remember the first time I, he put, went to Michigan and went to the pros and transferred to Baylor. I called him Ekpe, and he hung up on me. All right, so what about what about the guy from Anchorage in the 2024 recruiting class from Michigan? It's David, is it Pale Pale? Yeah, yep. Um, he's a guy that was committed to USC. Michigan was the heavy favorite initially, then Penn State, then USC, then he came back to Michigan. He's one of those guys they think can be one of those fire plugs in the middle of the line like Mason Graham and very strong kid, probably a little bit underrated, but the kind of kid on the defensive line that you need to win titles. And let's be honest, that's one of the big reasons Michigan won that national title bill was that defensive line finally got to SEC standards is how I call it. When you've got those guys that can run and that are that strong, that's going to win you a lot of football games, and that's why it's so imperative that they get him back next year. Was this a kid that he trained by having Grizzlies chase him? Uh, that I can't confirm, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's from Pennsylvania. and uh, It's his Anchorage. So, but, it's his Anchorage, Alaska. Yeah, but he, he went to school in Pennsylvania. And, okay. Uh, so, right. yep. But, I, just, uh, I did pretty good. There's two names there that, and again, I'm yep. nothing against Samoa. Okay, I'm not going to get uh, upset of why that, whatever. I did pretty good with the 2024 Michigan recruiting class. EJ Holland, who handles recruiting for the Wolverine.com, he'll join us. Also, Zach Libby, Chad Simmons in our next segment on 3.com National uh, Recruiting Insider. We'll get his thoughts on Harbaugh leaving and coaches leaving and the impact nationally. For the Wolverines. Chris, thanks for the update, my man. Anything people need when it comes to Michigan football, the Wolverine.com, and your championship uh, limited edition book is available there too. 
Yep, we're going to get one to you, Bill, and thanks for having me, brother. All right, Chris Ballas just wanted to get out of there. I had heard they had a player where he trained by having grizzly bears chase him. You want to get in shape? What are you going to do, stop and say you're tired? Think about a high school in Anchorage that lined up three grizzlies, told the guys to keep running. You got to have the best football team in Alaska for the two weeks you can play before it snows. It is signing day two, 2024. If you want to give a shout out to a young man or woman uh, who has signed on from a Michigan high school to play college football at the next level or any sport, you can drop those on air on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Talk to Chad Simmons nationally on Michigan and Michigan State and the rest of the Big Ten on 3.com. Jason Killip from SpartanMeg.com, Jim Comperoni. They're putting together a pretty good recruiting class considering Coach Smith came in late. Uh, a lot to get to to the callers online. Stick around. Michigan will hear you next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Great shot. Get ready for a fantastic season of golf at the West Michigan Golf Show. Look for amazing deals on the newest equipment and apparel. Discover local courses and golf getaways throughout Michigan and the U.S. Play the Hole Out Challenge, Closest to Pin Contest, and $10,000 Long Putt. Junior golfers get in free and play the Family Fun Zone. The Golf Show, coming February 9 through 11, DeVos Place, Grand Rapids. Special price Friday tickets at westmichigangolfshow.com. Huge here with a reminder that this Friday, 3 until 6, I'll be broadcasting live from DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. The West Michigan Golf Show is back Friday through Sunday, and I'll be doing a huge long drive contest at the Long Drive Simulator hosted by Event Swings. Anyone who beats my drive will qualify to win an overnight stay and golf for four at the world-famous Tullymore Golf Resort. If you can beat my huge drive this weekend at the West Michigan Golf Show in downtown GR. 
You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We're all about huge opinions, yours and mine. If you want to give a shout out here on signing day two for college football, other high school sports all across Michigan, you can drop them on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Let's go talk to Chad Simmons on 3.com National Recruiting Insider. He is standing by here on The Huge Show across Michigan. Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Doing well, man. Thanks for having me. All right. Tell me what the two signing days have done in a positive way for recruiting or hurt it? Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, the, the, I guess the positive is, you know, it, it allows kids to sign earlier. Uh, so many more kids, every cycle, every class are enrolling earlier. So it allows them to sign in December. Some kids are taking advantage and getting even on campus with their teams they sign with for, for bowl practices and getting there and adapted quickly in pads and going through some practices and then obviously moving in full-time in January. So I think I think things are just accelerating. We're seeing the offers go out earlier. Kids commit earlier. They can take official visits earlier, and that leads to you know guys signing earlier and now enrolling earlier. I think it's the second signing day is almost kind of – you know, somewhat forgotten about, kind of anti-climatic. I think the the biggest thing about this specific, you know, second signing day is just, you know, numerous kids got out of their, you know, letter of intent because of all the coaching changes that happened in in late December, early January. Uh, And then you still had a few guys that were still maybe filling things out and taking a couple last-minute trips. But, you know, 90, 95% of those Power 5 guys are signing early these days. So the second signing day, not a lot happening. Uh, I'm seeing the second signing day almost is becoming more on an FCS, D2 uh, level. I'm, I'm seeing more action with those schools now waiting to see who is uh, committed to the Power 4 and some of the bigger conferences. Uh, Harbaugh leaving. Assistant coaches leaving. You cover the top 200 recruits in America for on3.com. Any early impact on Harbaugh leaving Michigan and assistants joining him like Minner and Elston? Yeah, I mean, I think right now, um, you know, the majority still feel okay uh, about what's going on with Sharon Moore, what coaches, you know, as of right now look to be staying, you know, in Ann Arbor. There have been a few names, um, you know, out there maybe that, have been rumored to be at least, you know, keeping their ear open or, or maybe not a hundred percent locked into staying with Michigan. But, uh, but right now I think the, based on what I've heard from sources at Michigan and doing what I do on the recruiting side of things, uh, think people seem to be fairly positive about what's still going on there under Sharon Moore and things for the most part seem to be sticking together. And what about Coach Smith coming in from Oregon State, taking over in-state here in East Lansing at Michigan State? 
I haven't had a chance to talk with him or meet him, but from the outside looking in, he hit the ground running. He moved fast on a staff, and I think in state he's doing well. Transfers he's doing well. Bringing in Childs, a stud quarterback with him from Oregon State. I like what I've seen early from Coach Smith. Well, what's the national uh, recruiting image of New Michigan State head football coach John Smith? Yeah, I think I think he's obviously well respected uh, in the coaching world. I think what he did, obviously at Oregon State, you know, he's on the younger side. He has energy. People say um, he's very strate- strategic. Always has a plan. Uh, I think that showed. You know, as quickly as he, like you said, assembled his staff uh, at Michigan State, he obviously had an idea what he wanted to do and what he wanted to build and put together in East Lansing. I think he came right in and making a guy like Nick, Nick Marsh at River Rouge, who was a Michigan State commit, uh, a priority. They got He was you know, definitely exploring his options when the coaching change was made uh, with Mel Tucker there at Michigan State. And as soon as Smith came in, they got on the horn with him. His mom FaceTime. They had a plan, and I think uh, that's been really well executed. And I think based on the returns you know, early on, I think we'll know a lot more this time next year. He gets that, that chance to put his first full class together uh, in a full recruiting cycle, but the returns right now are pretty strong around Jonathan Smith and that staff. Chad Simmons, National Recruiting Insider for On3.com, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. Before I let you go, uh, how important, when we look at the recruiting rankings at On3, and you see the big boys up there in Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, Michigan at 13 in the 2024 industry rankings, how important is it to have the most money for NIL to get the best recruiting class? It's important. You know, I think obviously, you know, some schools are in this more uh, than others. You know, I think you look at even like those top three, Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, I, I wouldn't put those three uh, as the biggest quote-unquote spenders in the NIO game. Now, I do think Ohio State stepped it up uh, specifically in the portal game with a guy like Caleb Downs and, and what they did in the portal. Um, but I don't when – I, when I talk about the high school side in recruiting, I think obviously Oregon is big, Miami's big, Texas is big. They finished four, five, and six. But I think across the board, I think over the next couple of years, you're going to see, I think, this level out to an extent. And it really – even has, but even I wouldn't put Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, uh, like you said, the big boys in that top three, you know, up there and really who spins and who's going all in uh, with the NIO. I think they're pretty balanced in what they pay their recruits and their players, but they're not known as, or at least talked about, amongst the biggest spenders right now on the NIL game. Chad Simmons, he knows recruiting on 3.com, National Insider following there. Chad, thanks for the conversation here on signing day two. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Have a blessed day. All right, Chad Simmons, good stuff checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. Next segment, I'll give some shout-outs uh, to some state of Michigan uh, football recruits and other athletes who signed on the dotted line today. If you want to drop one on air on the Mercantile Bank listener line, one 838 4843 add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Also, Adam Friedman, Rivals.com, National Recruiting Insider, here in about 20 minutes, Jason Killup from SpartanMeg.com on Coach Smith's first recruiting class. Short window, but I thought he did a great job between uh, the portal and recruiting. Zach Libby uh, will join us from the Wolverine.com. E.J. Holland, Jim Camperoni, Carolyn Alt will check in 
from the West Michigan Golf Show. That opens up on Friday and runs through Sunday at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Make sure you stop by the Long Drive Simulator. You can try and beat my Long Drive. I'll hit it around 245 on Friday. We're going to be there live statewide. If you beat my drive, the longest one of the weekend, we'll win a Taco Tuesday overnight stay for four with a taco dinner, and you'll play 36 at Tullymore and 36 at St. Ives at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Look for their booth this weekend. Also, our friends from North Kent Alpine Golf Club uh, will be there. Some good stuff. Hit that long drive. You could win that Taco Tuesday package. West Michigan Golf Show opens up Friday, runs through Sunday at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. The Food District is now open. There's something for everyone, from Bubba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new Food District. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Get everything you need for the big game with just one stop at Meyer. Kick off the party with buy one fresh from Meyer family pack chicken wings for $2.99 per pound and get one Frederick's by Meyer wing sauce free. Pick up extra large avocados for 99 cents each. Meyer party size chips for $2.99 and buy one get one 40% off Meyer meatballs. Plus, DiGiorno pizza is just $4.99. Everything for the big game is easy to get with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now they have a super offer for Super Bowl 58. DraftKings Sportsbook is inviting new customers to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when you sign up. You then can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, you can get in on the same game parlays. Everyone's got a shot at even bigger wins for Super Bowl 58. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets for Super Bowl 58. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE to sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. Sign up with code HUGE to take advantage of this super offer. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Wednesdays are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. And each and every signing day, the one in December, the one in February, we like to give shout-outs to State of Michigan high school players moving on to play sports at the next level. Want to give some love to Omari Hall-Brown from Muskegon Mona Shores going to Northern Michigan. That's pretty cool. Nolan Reinhardt played for Coach Grove at West Catholic High School in GR. He's going to Davenport to play for Sparky McEwen along with his teammate Charlie DeBrine. Or is it DeBrune? I think it's DeBrune. He's awesome running back from Grand Rapids West Catholic going to Davenport. You can drop your Shout out to Ad Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. From Lansing Sexton High School, Joseph Pizzo is going to Siena Heights University. Frankenmuth, Michigan High School football friends, he says. The Beast, Colin Maine, is going to Eastern Michigan, signed on today. Kyle Stratton from Whitehall, what a great high school quarterback. He'll play for Taylor University. Hazlitt kicker Will King is heading to Detroit. Not the Lions. But Detroit Community Christian. Detroit's Juco is the hashtag. Luke Emmons from Muskegon Shores also will go to Northern Michigan University. Cameron Coleman from Muskegon Reese Puffer to Wayne State. In Detroit, Joey DeBrincat from Lake Orion signs on with Saginaw Valley State. Chase Thomas from Ravenna also will go the Juco route to Detroit Community Christian. Muskegon star DB DeCarian Taylor signs with Wayne State. Jace Massey from Gladwin for our listeners on 100.9 FM. He'll stay close to home and play for Saginaw Valley State. Destin Piggy, this dude's tough. Slot receiver for Big Reds at Muskegon. He'll also play for Saginaw Valley State. Ty Robertson from Saginaw Heritage. Defensive lineman to Saginaw Valley. Brendan Rohr out of Grand Rapids Catholic Central. That Cougar also will play for Saginaw Valley State. Justin Dungey from Lansing Waverly, also to Saginaw Valley State, along with Elise Kanda, DB from East Kentwood for our listeners on 96-1. The game, like I said, drop your college football signing shout-outs on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook. From West Ottawa High School in Holland for our listeners on WHTC, Nicholas Catton signs on to play at Davenport along with Michael Madawis from Granville High School. He'll play for DU. Jackson Reisbig from Lowell, Michigan. He signed today to play for Sparky McEwen at Davenport University. Landon Christensen, he's out of North Muskegon High School, also will play in the Grand Rapids area for Davenport, Carter Skolton 
from West Ottawa High School. They have like the greatest high school football stadium in the world. He'll play for DU. Cade Tidy from Caledonia, Michigan. Lyman also will play and signed on today at Davenport along with Jackson Engelberg. Coach Witt talks highly of him from Caledonia uh, to Davenport. Jeffrey Hartman from Grand Rapids Forest Hills Central, state champions. Here on the west side of the state, he'll also play for Davenport. Sparky McEwen putting together a good class. We'll hit Michigan Tech. Uh, Ferris will go through their recruits. Talk Michigan State and more. All the schools. We got Tech. We got Northwood. A lot to get to. Uh, throughout this broadcast, you want to join in 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Big. Bad. HUGE. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two on signing day, number two for college football. Not a huge day for Michigan, Michigan State, but a big day for high school football recruits, families, a lot of D2 schools, if not most of the D2 schools, offered up their final scholarships, recruiting classes today. We'll go through them during this broadcast. Also presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association, we will do shout-outs if you have anybody you know who is going to play college football signed today or signed earlier, a girl going to play another college sport, we'll do the shout-outs during this broadcast, 1-866-838-4843, that's 1-866-838-HUGE, add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, also opted on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. I did have Ed Hood send me a message. Could give a shout-out to Easton Hood. He is signing today to play football at Alma College. For our listeners on AM 1280 in the Alma Mount Pleasant area, I also saw Alma tweet out today that their first game of the season, they're a D3 powerhouse out of the MIAA. They're playing in Ireland. Yeah. So Easton Hood out of Comstock Park. They had a ceremony with the Comstock Park kids signing on to play college sports. And big day for families, man. It's, it's a big day for the hard work of every single young man or woman that gets the opportunity, the privilege after high school to continue to play college sports. I don't care if it's out of JUCO. I don't care how big or how small the school is. It's about your hard work. Michigan Tech, I love their presentation on Twitter. I know they have a new coaching staff in there. 
Houghton Hancock Calumet is God's country. I know it's copper country. I talk about it all the time. Thank you to our longtime affiliate WMPL. AM 920, 107.3 FM. They really had such a cool presentation for their 2024 signing class. 32 editions they announced today. 32. Yeah, so uh, Darius Willis. He ended his career as a Husky as the all-time leading reception leader. They have that pinned tribute to D-Will. I just like what they were doing, man. I mean, they're bringing in kids from Arizona. A couple of kids from Arizona. Maybe if you live in the desert that long, you want to live in an area where you get some snow and it's a little bit cooler. As much as I love the desert, you get four months out there where it's like 100 every day. So they got Samuel Delgado, big-time running back from Arizona. Jamison Stamps comes in from Arizona. They got a kid from Norway, Ian Pop. What a great Norwegian name. From Norway, going to Michigan Tech. That's awesome. Uh, Also, from the state of Michigan, I'll go through uh, all those names uh, coming up. But I just like their presentation, and and schools all get creative, especially with uh, the social network. So we'll touch on Northwood, more on Saginaw Valley State. Ferris, Tony Anise, uh, met the media earlier today. Him and his staff put together a stellar uh, recruiting class in Big Rapids. Sparky McCune went through a lot of the Davenport uh, signees earlier. Grand Valley State University uh, always recruits well. At GLIAC, uh, and you get Northwood in the GMAC for our listeners on 100.9 FM, uh, the Mint, so a lot to touch on. Uh, Jason Killip from SpartanMeg.com on Michigan State's recruiting class. Coach Smith, his first one, short window. He did very well. Jason Killip will join us from East Lansing in about 20 minutes. Zach Libby from the Wolverine.com. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. EJ Holland, Michigan Recruiting Insider. What about Harbaugh leaving? These coaches leaving? Michigan's not stepping up in the NIL world. That's why they lost Hunter Dickinson to Kansas in hoops. Are they going to live off that national championship for a while and say, hey, we got it? That will be interesting. You know, Michigan has stated that they're not going to be a transactional school. Harbaugh said that. And we had Chris Ballison from the Wolverine.com who said Ward Manuel, the AD. I mean, Ward hasn't kept anybody good ever at that school. Just be honest. I think it will catch up to Michigan. I want to get a national perspective on Michigan, the Big Ten, nationally with these two signing days. Adam Friedman is with uh, Rivals.com, national uh, recruiting insider. He's standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. How you doing, my man? I'm doing good. You know, it's an easy signing day this time around, huh? Yeah, it is. You know, because the December's become the big one for the Power Four schools and uh, the Pac-2, we'll throw in. 
And I think this day, because there's a lot of, you know, GLIAX, uh, the premier D2 conference in America, it's become more about those, almost it's a D2 signing day, uh, the second one, and maybe some of the mid-majors FCS schools, and it seems that December signing day is about the power schools. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of the way of the world now with NIL and the transfer portal and the early signing period. That's when, you know, in December, when the power four schools and the pack two kind of load up. And that's when they really fill out their class. And, you know, we'll see what happens after spring practice and then the second transfer portal window but at this point in the in the recruiting calendar the players that are left over are some of the elites like terry bussey and you know he signed with a&m today after they held off georgia and lsu and dominic mckinley who stuck with his commitment to lsu but you know the the smaller schools the max schools group of five schools and um you know some junior college prospects finding their homes today uh, how much money is being doled out for high school recruits? I know the transfer portal, we've seen numbers reportedly Ohio State spent $13 million. But in terms of this recruiting class, if we combine signing day one in December, signing day two, Adam, uh, when you look at a Bryce Underwood, who is you know arguably the overall number one, he is at Rivals out of Belleville, Michigan, the quarterback going to play for Brian Kelly at LSU. Uh, what type of money are these guys getting to go play for schools? Well, it's in the millions, that's for sure. Um, you know, I think the the numbers that are out there right now for the operating budget on a year-to-year basis for some of the top, top programs, we're talking maybe the top 15 programs in the country, is the yearly operating budget of somewhere between 10 and $15 million to keep a roster together. That includes high school players, that includes roster players, on the roster, and that includes bringing in some transfer players as well. So you can kind of figure out where teams fall in the pecking order and determine the value, the, the, the operating budget from there. And uh, it's really just a matter of teams deciding what positions and what players are kind of going to get the uh, the bulk of the money. And I, I guess I shouldn't say teams. It's supposed to be collectives figuring out where that money is going. But, um, you know, we, we kind of all know what's going on here. So without naming a school or a player, from the rivals uh, top 100, let's say, what's the biggest dollar amount you've heard that a recruit who either signed in December or today, what's the biggest dollar amount you've heard for the 2024 class to one player? Uh, it's, it's kind of deceiving because some of the numbers that you hear, it's a total value versus yearly value it's it's the players keep it pretty vague and nobody's really going to go on the record with this information but uh, they keep it vague on purpose because it allows them to have a negotiating uh, uh stance that um you know benefits them down the road um you know i think that uh, a lot of the information that's out there is blown out of proportion sometimes but uh these are real dollars that these players are getting and um you know, I think that everything is kind of negotiable on a year-to-year basis, as we're seeing. So, you know, you might hear a, a total value number of a contract, but, you know, that player may end up in the transfer portal the next year and negotiate an entirely different deal after that. So yeah. it's, it's I would keep it pretty vague on that front. Yeah, like even the Texas quarterback, he started out getting an NIL deal at Ohio State and ends up you know, getting another deal, and he's done well at Texas. 
His name is Adam Friedman, Rivals.com National Recruiting Director, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here on the huge show across Michigan. Harbaugh leaving uh, assistants, men are going with them, Elston, the line coach. How much damage is this doing to Michigan in terms of national football recruiting? Uh, well, it, it remains to be seen, honestly. You know, we're going to see which coaches end up filling those spots on the staff. Certainly on the offensive side of the ball, things to be things tend to be pretty pretty status quo. Sharon Moore moving into the head coach position, everybody wanted that. And the recruits have stuck with Michigan. It seems like that's what everybody wanted there. On the defensive side of the ball, the coaching staff is going to be shuffled about uh, as as, play, as coaches leave to follow Harbaugh or to go elsewhere. Um, you know, you're going to see other guys coming in. Um, we've seen some, some names floated out there and some other ones maybe close to signing, but um, you know, we'll have to see what happens there. We know Coach Elston was, uh, was such a big part of that recruiting staff um, on the defensive line and Players really liked playing for him and developing a relationship with him. They, he, re, he resonated on the recruiting trail. And, and I can think of uh, like Cole Breeler, who, who just visited up there. He's a defensive lineman from New Jersey. was really excited to speak to Coach Elston when he was up there last weekend for his visit. And um, you know now, just a couple days later, Coach Elston is out and, and leaving for the Chargers. So you know, we'll have to see who fills that void and uh, what the recruit reaction is like. But, you know, the way that Michigan has filled out their coaching staff over the years, they, they really haven't missed on a lot of coaches uh, and coordinators. And it's helped on the recruiting trail. We've seen that. Um, and it's helped make sure they get players in who can develop in that excellent uh, strength and conditioning program. What about Coach Smith uh, from Oregon State to East Lansing, Michigan? taken over at Michigan State. I've been very impressed with what he has done uh, since day one when he was announced. Really moving fast. And I think between the transfer portal and what recruits he could sign and keep, him and his staff did a remarkable job. Yeah, they're doing a pretty good job over there at Oregon State. You know, Coach Smith, you know, he, he built that program up so well that I think expectations should be high at Michigan State. You know, not initially, of course. You know, it's going to take them a little while to get things rolling there. But just in the high school class, you look at who who's who he brought in initially. You know, I like uh, you know Jordan Anderson, the receiver. Um, you know, who, who he signed he signed with uh, Oregon State, obviously. But I think that a lot of the players, like Aaron uh, Childs, the quarterback he brought over from uh, Oregon State, I think is going to be just a tremendous player down the road. As he continues to develop, but there's a few transfers here so far. I think 12, I think, is the number off the top of my head, and we're going to see a, a number of other players come come into Michigan State. I think after the spring practice and, and transfer portal window that opens up there, I think um, I like what the uh, the coaching staff is doing over there. They've proven to be able to develop talent, and they they play so hard for Coach Smith, uh, at least they did at Oregon State, that I think we're going to see that uh, happen again at Michigan State. And the timing, honestly, couldn't be better with Harbaugh leaving Michigan and now Michigan State with you know, a proven coach uh, coming in and a program builder like him. I think Michigan State fans should be really excited about the future there. Uh, Ryan Day, uh, Bill O'Brien, you know, now will go, was there a short time to say the least, and uh, go to Boston College. Uh, Ohio State continues to recruit. I, you know, everywhere you look, they're 
And the top five reportedly spent $13 million out there on the transfer portal trying to find their way past Michigan and, and get back to the college football playoff and win Big Ten titles and try and get another national championship. When you look at the Big Ten landscape, and we already talked about Harbaugh leaving, Coach Smith coming in, uh, who are risers, who are coaches or programs in trouble nationally in the Big Ten? Well, I would think that some of those Big Ten West teams who, you know, have benefited from being in the Big Ten West need to really get get a move on, we'll say. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll see what Nebraska does in, uh, you know, in the coming years. They have this fantastic recruiting class and five-star quarterback Dylan Rayola coming in. Uh, we'll see what Iowa looks like now that they, you know, don't have the benefit of beating up on those Big Ten West teams every year. Um, you know, Rutgers, Minnesota, Michigan State, you know, with the new coaching staff there, Illinois, Indiana, all of these teams that have had the benefit of, you know, basically a, a fairly easy schedule in the Big Ten West are really going to have have to, you know, button up and uh, make sure that uh, make sure their their chin straps are buckled, I guess, as uh, they face those Big Ten East teams, and they have to deal with the likes of Oregon, Washington, and USC and UCLA coming in with. Their varying styles, um, and uh, you know, we'll see how they're able to adjust. Yeah, it's still uh, we don't think about it enough, even though the schedules are set uh, about USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington coming into the Big Ten starting this fall. Adam Friedman uh, does a great job. Rivals.com National Recruiting Insider joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. My man, thanks for the update. I know signing days are busy for you, not a, as busy as December, but we appreciate the time. Of course, anytime, guys. All right, Adam Friedman, uh, checking in. If you want to give a shout-out, somebody you know that we haven't mentioned, maybe the word isn't out that they have signed on to play uh, college sports, college football, another sport, young man or woman at the next level, drop that on the Mercantile Bank listener line, one 866 838 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Easiest way, add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. I mentioned for our listeners in the UP, Hote Hancock Calumet, uh, Michigan Tech football today uh, signed from the Muskegon Big Reds, one of the great programs at the high school level in America, Miguel Botello. Uh, he has signed uh, Brendan Naperolski. I like this guy out of Grand Rapids Catholic Central, lineman. Uh, he'll be an impact player, I think, as a freshman at Michigan Tech. Uh, he signed on. Uh, from Grand Rapids, Forest Hill Central, Alan True tweeted out that linebacker Maxwell Richardson reclassified from the 2025 recruiting class to 2024, and he assigned with Stanford and could get out there earlier uh, to get it going. A great player in Forest Hill Central out of Ada, Michigan, uh, state champions uh, last year. Uh, Michigan, we mentioned Hogan Hansen, the tight end. He signed earlier some of the, uh, not a lot of signees today. Uh, Brady uh, Pricecorn, uh, another kid out of Michigan. So we'll go through that with Zach Libby. Uh, who will join us coming up. Jason Killup from SpartanMeg.com in the next segment. And like I said, if you want to drop a shout out to somebody, uh, you can do it. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Uh, Hillsdale football, a huge welcome they delivered to Braden Mulcahy, defensive lineman, 
He's out of eight of Forest Hills Eastern, was a teammate of my son Ace, as tough as any kid I've ever seen. Great wrestler. We'll have a shot at getting uh, to Ford Field as district play opens up uh, this week. But good for uh, the Mulcahy family and especially Braden. It was his dream to play college football, and he will do it at Hillsdale. I love that guy. He was a great teammate. That's the most important thing. And it was a pleasure watching that season uh, with the Mulcahy family. It was awesome. Hillsdale got a good one there. Just like they got with Joseph Doherty out of Ada Forest Hills Eastern, who's a backup linebacker. Big Joe, going to be a doctor someday. His dad, Mike, missed 17 field goals in a row. A Hillsdale record, Mike Doherty. <laughs> Jack Maloche. Now, we know him because he's a son of David Gregory, the sports agent from Bull Rush. He signed his letter of intent to play at Northern Michigan uh, University, and that's a hard worker. Another teammate of my son, Ace, just a, a kid that wasn't on the radar a year ago and busted his butt, and now he's playing football at Northern Michigan. Also, Jake Keemstra, a tight end, who I think Northern Michigan is getting a steal. Uh, Jake's about 6'2", 230, uh, big vertical Great athlete, a swimmer growing up. Uh, He also will play at Northern Michigan University, so we'll go through more of the shout-outs. You can drop them at Hield Show on Twitter, The Hield Show on Facebook. Carl in Hudsonville listening on 96.1 The Game here in Grand Rapids, our flagship station. You're on The Hield Show. Yeah, I'd like to give congratulations to my grandson, Terry Allen. And he's out of Hudsonville. He's going to go to Alma, a punter kicker, and just the average, just under 41 yards punting this year. He's a two-year starter, but he's also going to be playing basketball at Alma also. That's awesome. Terry Allen, you said, right? Terry Allen. All right, Terry Allen. We got it. Thank you, Carl. And Hudsonville, don't yell at me, Carl. I'm not one of your kids. Terry Allen, I said it once, Bill. Yeah, going to Alma for our listeners on AM 1280, Alma Mount Pleasant. I, I wanted to ask him, is he going? I, I saw their tweet. I, I'm quite sure they're, see, they they said game one is on the clock and they're playing their open, they're, they're a D3 power in the playoffs. MIAA Alma, amazing. that They're playing in Ireland. That's pretty cool. If you want to drop shout outs, you can do it like Carl did, but please don't hurt my feelings. Now, I, I understand what Superfly feels when I yell at him like, who turned off the mic? Don't yell at me. I'm not yelling. There's a difference between raising your voice and yelling. Drop the shout-outs on 866-838-4843. That's one 838 huge Also easy for me to read them on air at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. You're also down to your last hour. If you want to get in on today's drawing where you could win $1,000 today, tonight, that you could bet on the big game Sunday, courtesy of the huge show, Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network. Now, this is for new customers only who haven't downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. Text DraftKings, one word, to 21000, and you'll be in the drawing. You have to be a new customer, though. You have to download the app. 
but there's no purchase necessary. Just text DraftKings, one word, to 21000, and we are planning on announcing that winner before the end of this broadcast. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here from my good friends from Urban U. Now, they are Michigan's most trusted med spa. Four locations across the state. One in Northville, three in the West Michigan area. And we have a huge giveaway from our friends at Urban U. Nicole told me about healthy skin as a mirror of a healthy body. Urban U Skin Health Giveaway will be one Glow 2 Facial Oxygen Hydration plus one Skin Vibe Treatment, the first and only injectable facial rejuvenation treatment designed to add hydration directly into the skin with results that last up to six months. Now, this prize would be for Valentine's Day for a couple. You can win it. Just be listening to The Huge Show for your cue to call and be lucky caller 14, and you'll qualify for that couples package from Urban U. Four locations, one in Northville, three in West Michigan. For the one close to you, go to theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. Get everything you need for the big game with just one stop at Meyer. Kick off the party with buy one fresh from Meyer family pack chicken wings for $2.99 per pound and get one Frederick's by Meyer wing sauce free. Pick up extra large avocados for 99 cents each. Meyer party size chips for $2.99 and buy one get one 40% off Meyer meatballs. Plus, DiGiorno pizza is just $4.99. Everything for the big game is easy to get with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan, the only show the people have a voice. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Signing day two uh, when it comes to college football. 
and some other sports. Schools will usually have after school. I wish these schools would do the signing day as a school assembly so the entire school is there and it really helps your sports program's image. That's just my idea. As Brett said earlier, is anything good enough for you, Bill? Is anything. Well, you can give a shout out to a young man or woman you know that signed on today to play football or any other sport. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank of Michigan Bank with locations all across the state. At Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show. On Facebook, let's go to East Lansing, get an update on Coach Smith. Didn't have a lot of time, but I thought between the transfer portal, put together his coaching staff, and also signing day two, he did a good job. Uh, Jason Killip is with SpartanMeg.com. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man? Good, good. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, for the Michigan State fan listening right now, uh, what should they like about this recruiting class and also the early work of Coach Smith? Yeah, exactly. Um, I think what the things you can be excited about if you're a Michigan State fan and you're looking at this class is the timing of everything and how fast it all went down when Michigan State and Johnson Smith arrived at Michigan State. He was looking at a class that held less than 10 commitments in it, and uh, he kept a majority of that base together and went out and built on that class as we enter the second signing period today. Uh, the class will finish with 20 members in members along with a big group from the portal as well that you mentioned. So uh, with a limited time, they had uh, they hit the road with, it, with this recruiting class and closed it the way that they saw fit. And uh, now there's 20 members signing with Michigan State uh, this after, between the early signing period and this afternoon. Wow. So he, he got 20 between the December early signing period and today, when today ends and the kids are done signing after school with parents or family and friends, he's going to get 20 new recruits? Man. Yep. That's pretty good considering uh, the state of Michigan State football prior to him taking the job. For sure. And uh, they're definitely not reaches. Um, not all the recruits are reaches. And um, Michigan State is a solid group. And they signed a defensive tackle this afternoon. That was one of the few holes that they had in the class that they were looking for. And um, like Sean Beeler of Chicago, they signed him this afternoon, and they added another wide receiver from Texas to the group as well. So they'll sign three receivers in the class, a defensive lineman, as they close things out today. Uh, other highlights from today's the late signees that maybe the Michigan State fans weren't aware of. Who's on that list? Yeah, so Mike Sean Beeler of Chicago, Illinois, a defensive tackle. He he was a late Michigan State, offered him in late January and got him to campus. Um and uh, he signed with the Spartans this afternoon. His other finalists were Oregon, Georgia Tech, Indiana, Colorado, and some others. So that was a big defensive line addition for Michigan State today. And then wide receiver Jalen Brown of Texas. Uh, he joins four-star wide receiver Nick Marsh and three-star Ohio wide receiver Austin Clay in their wide receiver group. Um, and uh, Michigan State offered Brown earlier this month while on the recruiting trail in Texas. And he was an unranked recruit when they found him. And uh, they offered him, got him the East Lansing for an official visit. And uh, he 
made it on the official visit and signed today. Jason Killip, he's with SpartanMeg.com, joining us uh, here on the huge show across Michigan. Yeah, Coach Smith, I'm pretty impressed. I haven't had a chance to talk to him, but uh, the job he's done. And I was thinking this year Jason was going to be one of those three and nine, got to reload slash rebuild. And now I'm looking at what they've put together. That, you know, they might be – I know the Big Ten is loading up, adding the four West Coast schools, but – I think they're going to be much better than most think right now. That's just my gut feeling on it. Yeah, I agree with that. And one of the reasons for that's impressive is the ability to retain a lot of the roster from last year where there were bright spots and keep those bright spots in East Lansing along with bringing some bright spots over from Oregon State and the transfer portal. And you combine those two rosters a little bit in a way and then uh, continue working with the high school recruits and other transfer portal recruits. And like you said, I think it's they accelerated the rebuild a lot faster than some people would have imagined was possible when they first arrived in East Lansing in just a couple months. Jason Killip, you can follow everything Spartan Recruiting, Spartan Football, SpartanMeg.com. My man, appreciate uh, the signing day two update. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, that is Jason Killip doing a good job with Jim Comperoni, who will join us. Coming up in about an hour, I'm mentioning with the signing day uh, to Ferris State University. Tony Anise put together a stud recruiting class. Ryan Ahern out of Rockford, tough linebacker at six foot two twenty. He signs with the Bulldogs. The Bauer brothers from Corona. They were must see TV during the state finals. Wyatt Bauer and Tarek Bauer. Both signed with Ferris. Michael Bush out of Linden, linebacker 6'2", 215. Out of Grand Rapids Union, Kahari Caldwell, 6'5", 270. He signed today with Ferris State. Some of the notable names from in-state. Brandon Cunningham, a linebacker out of Roseville, 6'3", 205. From Detroit King, Dwayne Dickerson. DB62175, another kid from Corona, Jaden Eddington, linebacker, 61215. Southfield AT. Juwan Jarrett, another DB slot, 510170. From Belleville, Lorenzo Jennings, a DB, 6 foot 175. And they got another DB from Belleville and Jalen Johnson. Uh, Zach Kelly, defensive lineman, 6'1", 285 out of Grand Rapids Forest Hills Northern. He signed on with Ferris State University. How about this kicker's name? Gabe Long out of Florida. Rob Bentley's going to have a field day on that call. Gabe Long. Tampa Hillsboro. That's a pretty good high school program. From East Lansing, Jalen McFadden, a DB, 6'170", signed on to play football at Ferris. Matthew Mish, offensive lineman, 6'4", 285, out of Richmond. He's a bulldozer. He'll play for Tony in Big Rapids. Dakari Neely, a wide receiver, 6'170", out of Flint Kearsley, for our listeners on Sports Extra, 1330. Cooper Nye from Carlton Airport, DN 63220. 
Elijah Parker, linebacker, 6'3", 210 out of Roseville. From Mason in the Lansing area, Caleb Parrish, defensive end, 6'5", 220. He'll play college football at Ferris. From Grand Blank, more listeners in the Sports Extra 1330 area. Anthony Purdue won't go to Purdue. He's going to Ferris. TB 63185. Out of Muskegon, Jake Price, running back, 58175. Dude can move. Big Reds have a big machine on Michigan's West Coast. Another athlete from Belleville, Colby Reed, running back. Anise likes winners from high school programs. Warland De La Salle, there's a couple of kids coming in who played for former West Catholic head coach Dan Roan, James Robinson, a DB, and Ryan Ross, an offensive lineman from Warren De La Salle, another Belleville kid. Kevin Symes, slot DB. Athletes in the secondary, and he slows that. Detroit Cast Tech, the last Michigan kid, Jalen Washington, offensive lineman, 6'3", 300. I'll go through Grand Valley's recruiting class. We've hit Saginaw Valley. I think we're going to touch on Northwood. Hit Northern Michigan and Michigan Tech. Talked about some Alma kids signing. It's all good stuff today. Uh, if you want to drop a shout-out, you can do it on air on the Mercantile Bank listener line. 1-866-838-4843. That's one 838 huge At Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. You can also drop a text, opt-in, text HUGE to 21000. Speaking of texting, if you're not a DraftKings customer and you're a new customer who downloads the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the first thing you want to do is text DraftKings one word to 21000 here in about an hour or so. Maybe 65 minutes. We're going to give away $1,000 in cash. Superfly will set it up with you. You'll have the money put in your bank account as early as tonight. Could be tomorrow based on your bank. But this is for people who haven't signed up yet for DraftKings. Text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. Not if you're a customer of DraftKings. This is for potential new customers Text DraftKings, one word, to 21,000. And you'll be in that drawing here at what, 5.50? I think it is. Yeah, a little over an hour. Less than 70 minutes. Text DraftKings, one word, to 21,000. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. 
Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now they have a super offer for Super Bowl 58. DraftKings Sportsbook is inviting new customers to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when you sign up. You then can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, you can get in on the same game parlays. Everyone's got a shot at even bigger wins for Super Bowl 58. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets for Super Bowl 58. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE to sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. Sign up with code HUGE to take advantage of this super offer. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on a Wednesday, presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Live and on demand, boys and girls. High school sports around the clock at MHSAA.tv. Superfly reminded me that we need to take caller 14 right now. If you want to get in on the drawing for a couples package to Urban U Med Spa, four locations in Michigan, Northville, three in the West Michigan area. This package includes hydrofacials for you and your partner and Skin Revive, like a $1,600 value. And if you're looking for great Valentine's Day gift ideas go to theurbanu.com that's theurbanu.com so why don't we take lucky caller 14 right now at 1-866-838-4843 that's 1-866-838-HUGE lucky caller 14 will go into the drawing we're going to do that a couple days before valentine's is it monday yeah we're going to do it monday yeah, so at 866-838-4843, Lucky Caller 14 will go into the drawing. We'll also 
catch up and grab another caller 14 coming up before the end of this hour. Uh, I do have some shout outs going to Grand Valley State University football. And they put together their signing class announced today. The second signing day has become more for D2 schools, it seems. Uh, from the state of Michigan, from Lake Orion, Jay Cady, a kicker uh, out of Oxford. Uh, he signed on with Grand Valley today. Gage Chatfield, a tight end, 6'4", 230. Out of Jenison High School. He now is a Laker at Grand Valley. Evan Curtis, offensive lineman, 6'4", 270, out of Fowler, Michigan. Big day for him, signed on. To play football at Grand Valley, Anderson Farmer, O-Lyman, 6'3", 265, out of Traverse City Central. He also signed on with GVSU. Marion Figueroa, O-Lyman, 6'5", 260, out of New Baltimore, Michigan. Anchor Bay High is now a Laker. From Detroit, Ronald Jackson, D-Lyman, 6'2", 280, out of Belleville. Inked his letter of intent. Grand Valley, Mason Kern, or Mason Kim, as I read that, O-Lyman, 6'3", 275, from the powerhouse Rockford, Michigan, high school football program, from Clinton Township and Chippewa Valley High, Devontae Love, D-Lyman, 6'1", 295, he'll play at Grand Valley, Gary Mann, defensive lineman out of Richland Gull Lake, 6'3", 250 also. Will play in Allendale at GVSU. So Perchi Ajanaka, DB 5'11", 185 from Warren Mott at Grand Valley. Zach Olenicek, QB, 6'1", 185 from Lapeer, Michigan. David Osigli, D. Lyman out of East Point, Michigan, St. Clair, Lakeview. Devin Pettis from Canton, Michigan, Plymouth Canton High School. He'll play at Grand Valley. Kellen Russell, or Kellen Russell Dixon, stud running back out of Grand Rapids Catholic Central. Andrew Schuster from Macomb, Michigan. Cam Van Sulkema, Jake Vermas from Grand Rapids South Christian, also signed Grand Valley will update more signees next hour. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are back live across Michigan, hour number three on signing day number two for college football. Michigan State had some action. Michigan a little today. We'll get an update from Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, before the bottom of the hour. In a few minutes, Zach Libby, recruiting insider for the Wolverine.com, will join us. 
shout outs, somebody who signed a letter of intent today, you can drop that on air on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843, at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I also was updating Grand Valley State University's 2024 recruiting class earlier. Just wanted to hit a few names from the state of Michigan that were at the end of the list. It's alphabetical order, not in any preference order. Uh, Andrew Schuster, a QB, 61200 out of Macomb, Michigan, Chippewa Valley High School. Anthony Scott, linebacker, 62200 from Roseville, Michigan. He signed on to play at Grand Valley State University. Ryer Snow, a linebacker, six foot two hundred from Grand Rapids, West Catholic, played for Landon Grove. Former Ferris player, great coach. Looking forward to my son Ace and Eight of Forest Hills Eastern are in the new football only conference with West Catholic, and we will play them at home uh, this fall. That should be a good one. Congrats to Ryer Snow. I think his dad or family member dropped me a note earlier. We were going to get to him. West Catholic had an awesome team last year. Arjan Thompson, running back 5'11", 190 from Livonia Stevenson. He also committed and signed on to play at Grand Valley State. And two guys who I've seen through my son's games, what, I think we played them three, four times. Uh, Danny Brown has a great High school football program at Grand Rapids South Christian. Cam Van Sokoma, 6'1", 280. Played at South Christian all four years. A stud. Him and my son had some wars on the line. They were so cool to watch and a good guy. Uh, Cam has committed to Grand Valley State. He had offers from Central, Western, Eastern. Decided he wanted to play at Grand Valley. And then this guy, Jake Vermas, I watched him last night. Grand Rapids South Christian played eight of Four Hills Eastern in hoops. Jake is one of the better receivers I've ever seen in high school. I I truly believe he was a D1 talent in football. And maybe because he's 5'11", he's not a big dude. Even though he's bumped up his weight, I saw him last night. D1 schools, he's just a winner. He makes big plays. He killed us in their second-round playoff game at Four Hills Eastern with, like, four catches from Carson Viss, who's an unbelievable quarterback who threw for, what, like 430 in the state championship game that they lost on the final play. They were at the three of Harper Woods. And for Moss, is just a winner. Every team he's on, he's just a winner. And I don't know how any D1 school one look at him, and Grand Valley got a kid who I believe will be a star at Grand Rapids, or from Grand Rapids South, Christian Jake Vermas. And he's got a swagger to him. He's cocky. You know, I believe in this. You can talk some smack if you can back it up. You can talk smack if you can back it up. And I'm talking there's sports smack and there's below-the-belt smack. And his smack is just, he likes to get in your head. And hoops, football. And you can go back. If you ever watch the final drive, last two and a half minutes, Grand Rapids South Christian, Vista, Vermas, except they didn't go to him on the last fourth and, what, nine for the winning score, less than 30 seconds, which is a good play call. But Blackwire, their offensive coordinator. Yeah, I wish Jake and Cam, just good dudes. And I've had a chance to talk to Cam. 
I've just watched Jake from a distance. Stud. Winner. I want to recruit winners if I'm a coach. Winner, winner. You know, one thing with Jake and Cam from Grand Rapids South Christian and all of these kids I'm talking about from across the state, and I'm not playing Homer because we're in West Michigan, but I'm telling you, the evolution of high school football players from West Michigan signing on with D3, D2, NAIA, FCS, and D1 programs just going through and sharing the tweets today. It's growing. And I'm telling you, a big part of it, what Mark Ennis, Brian Paulson have built with power, strength, training systems, speed, agility, strength. A lot of these kids are going through it with ACE. I've seen it. They have been a major player in elevating the games of not just football players, but high school athletes in West Michigan. And look, Brett, every list I went through today, every list I went through, West Michigan, West Michigan, right there with the east side. Yeah, there's no Bryce Underwood in West Michigan. I get Detroit with 6 million people. But the growth of quality teams and quality players in West Michigan is phenomenal right now. It really is. And kudos to Mark Ennis, Brian Paulson, Power Strength Training Systems. There are four locations in West Michigan. How they've elevated the games of young men and women, boys and girls even, through their Little Beast program to where we are today on signing day 2024. Think Zach Libby from the Wolverine.com, one of their recruiting insiders with On3.com. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Good, Huge. How are you? Good. Uh, so this signing day, uh, compared to December, when Harbaugh was still a coach and Michigan was preparing for Alabama and the college football playoff, uh, Sharon Moore still looking for staff, staff leaving as late as last night, reportedly. Uh, what was today like for Michigan football? It was without drama, which was exactly what you wanted for if you're a Michigan fan or if you're a member of the football team. Um, Michigan had 27 signees in its 2024 recruiting class, 15 four-stars, according to On3.com, um, including a top 100 edge rusher uh, who's run for 40 overall and Ludark Edipaye from the DMV. So, Everyone that signed in December has been um, accounted for so far. Um, we're still waiting on one more guy for Michigan to be uh, to announce its official signing as of right now as we're talking. But right now, I think, as I mentioned, without drama, and I think that's what Michigan needed at this point, as you mentioned, so many coaching depart- departures, uncertainty with coaching staffs, um, the loss of Jim Harbaugh, Um, You know, you wanted on the recruiting end to uh, garner momentum or at least pick things up from what you'd expect to happen on a recruiting trail after a national championship. And that, when specifically with 2020, recruiting class, not have anyone back out of their NLIs or national letters of intent. So Michigan comes in with a full recruiting class. They're a group of freshmen who are ready to capitalize on that national title and win more um, build on what was ha- build on what happened this past season. So overall, nothing, um, 
nothing bad, but that's that's a good thing because of what happened these past couple of weeks. Michigan needed this. So off of solidifying uh, the 2024 class, uh, which I think is 13, if I saw in the on three industry rankings, uh, the 2025 class right now sitting around 15. I looked at that before the show today. What about all this change, Zach? Uh, What's your read, uh, both inside Michigan football and outside of it, with Harbaugh gone, with Minner gone, uh, with Elston gone, uh, Jay Harbaugh, you know, with the Seahawks in the NFL, what what impact uh, the, the lack? I know they're trying to ramp up that NIL program. They've been saying that for a good six, eight months. What about the future moving forward? Not X's and O's, not Sharona's staff, not football. I'm talking uh, the recruiting, uh, the collective, the name, image, and likeness money, uh, the changes. Uh, how will that impact Michigan football? You see... Let's start with Sharon Moore first. You see a guy who's ready to prove himself as a leader of a program when it comes to recruiting. During the January contact period, you saw him displaying aggressiveness um, by traveling nationwide to see top targets at schools across many states. Um, You saw him interacting with coaches, parents, the kids themselves. Um, he's going to be one that's going to be very involved with recruiting. I think that's what Michigan needs. Um, A guy who's has a likable personality, a young, energetic guy, and someone who can roll with the punches and the changes of college football and how that can impact recruiting. Um, Michigan, right before the dead period, hosted a recruiting weekend, the first one under Sheryl Moore. There wasn't that many compared to other junior days that Michigan would hold in the past or other teams that have done these past couple of weeks. But um, based on what we've been told by the Wolverine.com, Moore has been very, as I mentioned, involved in getting to know these guys off the field more than just football players. You're going to see Sharon Moore kind of build relationships that uh, go beyond just the X's and O's or um, training or development. Um, they're, they're personal relationships. And I feel like that's what he brings to the table. As for the 2025 recruiting class, there's three verbal commits right now. Uh, four, two four stars, including four, uh, quarterback Carter Smith out of Fort Myers, um, a top 10 ranked quarterback in the 2025 recruiting class. It's a solid core. Um, you have a three star tight end in Eli Owens out of Tennessee. You have an in state defensive lineman in Bobby Kanka, who's 45 minutes away from Ann Arbor. It's a group that you can build off of in order to, um, get a recruiting class that mimics on-field success. So with that moving forward, you know, as you mentioned, there's a, there's a lot of coaching departures, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, guys that we've talked to, you know, they're disappointed, but they're also happy to see the uh, coaches move on to the professional leagues. But you're going to see a lot of waiting. Um, guy recruits that Michigan previously prioritized, they're going to see who they bring in. Um, the finalized staff, see if they can garner relationships with that new core and then move from there. Um, the the good news with the departures is that there's a dead period this month in February. So no visits from recruits to Ann Arbor and coaches from the Michigan staff can't hit the road and see kids. Um, that gives Sheryl Moore and his staff that's currently in place right now time to finalize it. 
So when spring camp comes up and the visits can uh, begin again, um, these recruits know who's in place and they can see for themselves if that's um, a university that they can see themselves attending. Um, you know, off the field stuff in terms of NIL and the collectives, you know, the the collectives are doing everything they can. It's a very hard working group of people. Um, Cheryl Moore is obviously someone who embraces NIL. Um, we'll see how leadership kind of attacks it moving forward under this new regime. But being a major player in that area will certainly benefit Michigan. Um, especially with guys who command market value, especially at skilled positions like quarterback or defensive back or wide receiver, five stars, top 100 kids. You want to bring in those guys who are instant impact players in NIL to help with that. So and for the immediate right now, we're going to see who they bring in for the assistant coaches, and we're going to see how well they do on the recruiting front once spring camp begins. Zach Libby, uh, following Michigan football recruiting and more for On3.com, checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line, signing day two, getting set to wrap up everything you need at On3.com and at TheWolverine.com. Zach, appreciate the update, and we'll talk soon. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, back at you, Zach Libby, checking in. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU Insider. His thoughts on the 2024 Michigan State recruiting class. That's coming up here in just about 10 minutes. Superfly, we're going to announce the winner of the $1,000 in cash to be able to wager on the Super Bowl, courtesy of Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network. Now, if you entered uh, over the last couple of weeks, we will announce that winner here at the end of the show. And thanks for everybody uh, who jumped in by texting DraftKings, one word, uh, to 21000. Now, if you have a shout-out, somebody who has signed on uh, for college football 2024, do you have the winner? No, you don't have the winner. You have Jim Comperoni, Sparmeg.com, Superfly. We can't, we're not announcing the winner till like 5.50. Complex things in order. Uh, he's standing by from East Lansing. And Comp, there seems to be a pretty good vibe out of everybody I've talked to from MSU and East Lansing on and off air today that considering where this football program was with Mel Tucker early in the fall to where it is right now with Coach Smith, uh, the Spartan faithful, uh, they have some hope. I think there's more practicality more uh, down-to-earth, old-school, uh, tried-and-true ways of going about things to put together a roster, um, evaluation, player development, those type of things. Nothing against Mel Tucker. I mean, he he he, he swung for the fences as a recruiter. He had some uh, noble intentions in terms of going after four and five stars nationwide, but there's only so much of that you can do until and unless you get a program really established year after year after year. They had a lot of good visitors back then. Uh, the the, uh, the signing rate was not great, but it was pretty good. You know, the roster's okay. But n- now, you know, Jonathan Smith coming in, you know, with three weeks to put, a, put together a request, you can't go after four stars. There's not many of those available. They, they did manage to hang on to Nick Marsh, best receiver in the state of Michigan from River Rouge, good player, uh, good prospect. 
Um, other than that, you know, it reminds me of D'Antonio's first recruiting class. A lot of guys that they could hang on to that were previously committed, and they brought in, you know, three, uh, three or four commitments from Oregon State and others that they had that they um, had had contact with, and they managed, in my opinion, to to salvage a solid class, not a top twenty-five class, not a top twenty class. But I don't think this group of incoming players is going to be. I don't think there's going to, going to be a hole in the program from 2024 in terms of uh, putting players back into the roster. I think they salvaged a pretty good group, including the, the players they got from the transfer portal, and they signed two more today, late signing day. Yeah, I agree with you that what looked like would be just a horrific year one where you're going to write it off and just hope young guys get experience and Coach Smith you know, makes relationships happen. They grow it. I, I think they just, between the transfer portal and this recruiting class, I, I believe they'll have a shot at a bowl game. I know the Big Ten is just going nuclear with Oregon, Washington, USC, and UCLA, but I, I am really impressed with what Coach Smith has done since he was named head coach. Really impressed. Here's some good things internally from from players and actually you know, from parents of some players about uh, the reaction to players during winter conditioning, and, and they say they like it, like the approach. I describe it as being a very pragmatic approach, back to basics, you know, blocking and tackling. Um, I, I think that there's going to be better accountability, better attention to detail, all those things that Mel Tucker used to talk about. But I, I think it's going to be more in practice and practicality now, because you got a you got a you got a coach and a staff that really took Oregon State and made them a top 15 program two years ago, and they were top 20 this year. You know they. They 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 uh, took Washington right down to the last couple minutes, and at Oregon State, it's hard to put together a good a good program, and they did it. Now they're at Michigan State, and they feel like they've got better resources at Michigan State now, and uh, they're they're excited about it. Now Michigan State, this recruiting class, for what it's worth, after these two additions today, ranked number forty three in the country. That may not sound great, but when he was hired, I said if they can have a top fifty class, that would be salvaging a good year. Top forty five. You know, I think I heard Syracuse last year had a top 50 class. It was Syracuse's first top 50 class in like 12 years. It's It, it might not sound like that great if you follow Michigan, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Penn State, but you want to stay out of having a recruiting class ranked in the 60s, and I've seen a few of those over the years. Getting something in number 43, of course, that doesn't mean they're the number 43 class. It means they're in that, that category. Um, over the years, I've said, and I've said it when Michigan State had top 25 classes, to me, a top 10 class means something. A top 20 class means something. Top 25 means something. Anything from 26 to 45, in my opinion, I can't tell the difference between 26 and 45. Just like when you look at the top 25 in the rankings during the season, you'll see the top 25 teams, then you'll see all you know those others, others receiving votes. Those other receiving votes, they're all about the same. They're having a pretty good season. They're on the map. That's kind of where Michigan State landed with this recruit class, and I think they salvaged a pretty good one. So, uh, like I've said before, Jonathan Smith, to me, right now I don't think he's hitting grand slams. He's hitting singles, hitting singles, driving in runs. That's what Michigan State needs to do right now. You can follow everything in regards to Coach Smith, Spartan football, and the 2024 recruiting class, even looking ahead to 2025, SpartanMeg.com. That is SpartanMeg.com. Appreciate the update. Thanks a lot, Bill. Have a great day. All right, Jim Camberoni joining us on Signing Day 2. E.J. Holland, the recruiting insider for the Wolverine.com 
in our next segment. Also, end of the hour, Carolyn Alt. She is with the West Michigan Golf Show. It opens up Friday, runs through Sunday at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Snow's melting, thinking golf. We're in the February. Uh, it's one of the best golf shows around. I'll be broadcasting live on Friday, 3 until 6. And if you're coming to the golf show, make sure you take a swing at the Long Drive Simulator where whoever records the drive that beats me, the longest one, the longest drive that beats me, I'll take my swings around 2.30, 2.45 on Friday. You'll have through Sunday. The longest drive will win a Taco Tuesday package from the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. That will include an overnight stay for four, 36 holes at Tullymore, 36 holes at St. Ives, and a Taco Tuesday dinner. So make sure when you come to the golf show this weekend at DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids, you take a swing at my long drive. What was that, like 242 last year? I think it was 242. Someone went like three. Someone go 336 last year? Was it Cal Doyle? Might have been. Like 336 or 326. So it's free to take part. Look for the long drive simulator and good luck. And you can win that Taco Tuesday package from Matt Golden, my good friend at the Tellymore Golf Resort. Tellymore uh, will have a booth set up there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the golf show at DeVos Place in downtown GR. It's happening this weekend. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. The Michigan Wolverines are in big trouble. Another game over the weekend in which they led at halftime only to watch it dwindle away into a loss. Up nine points at the break at home to Rutgers, 39-30. The Maize and Blue watched another lead get blown away, dropping the second frame 39-20. Terrace Reed Jr. had 12 points, 15 rebounds, and 5 blocks. Olivier Kamwap finished with 14 and 6, but 19 turnovers, which turned into 19 points for the Scarlet Knights, proved to be too much. Michigan is now 7 and 15 overall, 2 and 9 in the Big Ten, which is last place in the conference, and a staggering 1 and 10 in their last 11 games. The Mays and Blue are in real danger of posting their worst season since 07 08, and John Beeline's first year was a disastrous 10 and 22. Up next is Wisconsin, Wednesday night at 7 p.m. on BTN. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits and that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Fly and Ace exist at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. There's a new player in town. 
I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. And I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sport, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500. Or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Signing day two when it comes to college football. We've been going across the state. Talking about some of the D2 signees, JUCO, players, Upper Peninsula, to the lower end. You're seeing the rise, especially on the west side of the state, of quality football talent at the high school level. It really, I've been here 22 years, back home 22 years, and it is it is going big time. Speaking of talent and big time, let's talk about Michigan football, their 2024 recruiting class. The change is now with coaches coming and going and also looking ahead for the Wolverines. E.J. Holland is the football recruiting insider for the Wolverine.com. He's standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. Welcome back, E.J. Thanks for having me. All right. uh, What do you like about this class? I know a few names uh, were announced today, uh, but the total 2024 package and impact players you see down the road. Yeah, I mean, starting off on offense, uh, I think Michigan found their running back of the future in Jordan Marshall. He's the highest ranked of the Michigan signees in 2024. He's the only industry top 100 recruit in this class you know i thought he was a massive land out of this state of ohio for michigan to go into enemy territory and beat out ohio state for marshall was a huge huge win obviously the best of the class uh and you know as as a player he's tremendous as well he fits michigan extremely well he's a guy that's really tough between the tackles he has some you know agility to his game as well i thought he improved his speed pretty well from junior to senior year his track times improved and he showed some ability as a pass catcher too so you know getting jordan marshall is is really big for michigan because you know after donovan edwards leaves next year i think the backfield is wide open for jordan marshall to come in and start you know as a whether it's a redshirt freshman or a sophomore i think he'll get some time right away once he arrives on campus um you know this season but i think you know his second year at michigan he's going to be asked to be that featured back to be the guy and i can see him having a you know blake quorum type of career at michigan and you know 
Sharon Moore before he was promoted to head coach. Did a great job of getting some offensive linemen in. You know, I really like the offensive line group. You have a great true center coming in in Jake Winera. You have a towering tackle in Andrew Sprague, who's a top 150 recruit. And you have Blake Frazier, who's another you know, top 200 recruit, uh, son of Steve Frazier. So he's a legacy, legacy, understands the culture and what it means to be a Michigan Wolverine. And he's just a really good player, too. He's the best of the offensive signees that I saw live in the fall. He's, you know, a physical uh, blocker. He's a guy that's really comfortable in pass pro. He's technically sound. And so with Frazier, you have a guy that can start off in the interior and kick out to tackle um, just a really versatile offensive lineman. You know, defensively, the thing that stands out is just the upside. Michigan kind of, you know, tried to hit big here. They took a lot of guys that were high upside, low floor type of guys, so they can boom or they can bust. But Michigan obviously has a great track record of development. Um, You know, it'll be interesting to see what defensive coaches come in and if Justin Trask can replicate some of the success that Ben Herbert has as the leader of the strength and conditioning program. But there are a lot of high upside guys here. Uh, you look at the edge room with Dominic Nichols, Devin Baxter, and Luger at Pai. Those are three guys that you know should fans should be really excited about. All four star guys. You know, you look at the some of the linebackers, um, Jaden Smith, Cole Sullivan, Mason Curtis. All those guys can play multiple positions. You know, in Michigan's defensive scheme, assuming they keep a similar uh, defensive scheme. I think that those guys, you know, have a lot of position versatility and, you know, are just kind of defensive athletes, if you will. So, you know, a ton of high upside prospects in this class. Even at corner, you have Josiah Edmond, who is one of the biggest risers in the rankings out of Indiana. He's a guy that, you know, is now at number 101 for on three, so just outside of the top 100. Overall, the defense doesn't have any top 100 guys, but, you know, there's a a great mix of, you know, between 100 and 300. There's a lot of quality guys ranked in that area that Michigan is bringing in, along with some diamonds in the rough, you know, especially along the defensive line. Three stars like Owen Wafel out of New Jersey and David Polly Polly out of Pennsylvania are some of my personal favorites. So, you know, I think Michigan has always done a really good job of evaluating and developing. And I think this is a class that has the upside on the defensive side of the ball to continue that trend. If the new staff can, you know, kind of replicate what the the old staff was able to do. EJ, before I let you go, uh, your personal thoughts on Harbaugh leaving, Menner, uh, Elston, uh, Jay Harbaugh gone with the new names that uh, have been named, uh, with a name like Mike Hart still out there in limbo. Uh, any effect, short-term, long-term, on Michigan recruiting? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's tough to lose Jim Harbaugh. He's a living legend, but I think Sharon Moore is going to be extremely aggressive on the recruiting trail. He's a guy that connects really well with kids and parents. He he impressed on his first visit weekend this past weekend. He was on the road all over the place. I mean, he was super active in Florida, Texas, Kansas, Oklahoma, North Carolina. Like he, He traveled across the country. He's going to be very present. I think some of the guys that you know, have been retained, like Grant Newsom uh, is a very effective 
recruiter. Um, you know, Ron Bellamy has a lot of connections in the South and, you know, he's a guy that's going to be really active all the time. If they're able to keep Steve Klingscale, you know, he's done a tremendous job as well, especially with the Michigan movement in Ohio. Um, you know, it's just going to be interesting to see who they bring in on the defensive side of the ball. All those guys they lost. Mike Elson was the recruiting coordinator on staff. Jesse Minter, you know, loved recruiting as a defensive coordinator. Jay Harbaugh was a terrific evaluator of talent. You know, it's just going to be tough to replace some of those guys on defense. That's that's kind of what worries me the most is, is how uh, Michigan will recruit on the defensive side of the ball, especially when you look at the 2025 class nationally. Um, corner is a is a big need, and it's a really strong year at that position. Linebacker is a is a need. It's a really strong year at that position. So I'm just interested to see who they you know fill the void with on the defensive side. EJ Holland, he is the recruiting insider for the Wolverine.com, checking in on the roast Umber Coffee guest sign signing day two almost uh, complete all across this country. Uh, thank you so much, EJ. Always appreciate your input. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, EJ Holland checking in. Uh, we do have one final segment coming up. We'll hear from Carolyn Alt from the West Michigan Golf Show that opens up on Friday at DeVos Place and runs through Sunday. If you're a golfer, you need to check it out. Also, look for the long range. Not long range. It would be the long drive simulator. And if you can beat my long drive, which I'll post uh, before my live broadcast Friday at 3 for the Golf Show, you could win that Taco Tuesday overnight stay for four and 36 holes of golf and a taco dinner courtesy of Matt Golden and the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. They'll have a booth set up at the Golf Show where you can find out about some great deals, packages, stay and play, weddings, events, and more. One final segment is straight ahead. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Great shot. Get ready for a fantastic season of golf at the West Michigan Golf Show. Look for amazing deals on the newest equipment and apparel. Discover local courses and golf getaways throughout Michigan and the U.S. Play the Hole Out Challenge, Closest to Pin Contest, and $10,000 Long Putt. Junior golfers get in free and play the family fun zone. The Golf Show, coming February 9 through 11, DeVos Place, Grand Rapids. Special price Friday tickets at westmichigangolfshow.com. Huge here with a reminder that this Friday, 3 until 6, I'll be broadcasting live from DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. The West Michigan Golf Show is back Friday through Sunday, and I'll be doing a huge long drive contest at the Long Drive Simulator hosted by Event Swings. Anyone who beats my drive will qualify to win an overnight stay and golf for four at the world-famous Tullymore Golf Resort. If you can beat my huge drive this weekend at the West Michigan Golf Show in downtown GR. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Escape the chills and chase thrills this February with the Winter Escape Giveaway. Every Saturday, play for the chance to win a share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two lucky Access Club members will escape the winter blues with a $10,000 travel voucher. It's the Winter Escape Giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. 
Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, producer extraordinaire. We hope we get the winner of the $1,000 in the next 10 minutes or so, but there's paperwork, everything we have to do with the name drawn, so we may not announce it until tomorrow at 3. I'm just laughing at Brett. We got thousands of entries and we do the number generator, and he has picked like 200 people that were already customers. So that there are the rules stated in there. So you'll figure it out, man. Just uh, you can sleep here. Finish it. Uh, we go on air tomorrow at 3, okay? Yeah. Just do that, Brett. You'll be okay. I mentioned uh, it really is kind of like the kickoff party for golf in the state of Michigan. The West Michigan uh, Golf Show is happening this weekend, Friday through Sunday at DeVos Place in downtown GR. I'll be broadcasting statewide Friday, 3 until 6. If you're a golfer, they have everything and more for you this weekend. You can stop by uh, the Long Drive Simulator, take a swing to beat my drive that will be posted before 3 on Friday. You could win that Taco Tuesday overnight Package, one night, 36 holes of golf, a taco dinner for four, courtesy of Matt Golden and the team at the Tellymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. And Carolyn Alt with the West Michigan Golf Show joins us. How are you doing, Carolyn? I'm doing well. I'm thinking I don't, I'd like a Taco Tuesday uh, prize, but I don't think I'm eligible. And I don't think I could be your huge drive either. No, I think somebody last year was like 330. It was some crazy number. I think I was like 241 and... <laughs> Somebody was like three, is it 326 or 336? I remember uh, what the winner was. So they can stop by, do that for free, long drive uh, simulator. You'll see it at the golf show. Uh, what's new this year at the golf show, Carolyn? You know, we, we've got a new layout. When folks walk in the door, it's going to look a little different, um, different floor plan. And we've got somewhere between 25 and 30 new uh, vendors, new exhibitors that are part of the show. Um, you know, we're always mixing it up and 
of course, we rely on our equipment dealers to bring you what's new in, in all the equipment uh, for you to buy. So um, if you're a golfer or if you think you want to become a golfer, there's no uh, there's no other place you should be this weekend uh, than the golf show. Yeah, West Michigan Golf Show Friday through Sunday at DeVos Place in downtown uh, GR. I'll be there live Friday, uh, 3 until uh, six. So you got everything for somebody listening across the state who's never been to the West Michigan Golf Show. You got the equipment, latest and greatest, great deals. Uh, you have courses and resorts uh, represented, getaways uh, and more. Everything connected to the game of golf uh, this Friday, yeah. Saturday and Sunday at DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. It's true. And, um, it, you know, if you've if you've never been Okay, you're crazy, but you got to come down and you got to see it because you're right. I mean, you can do everything. I love when you talk about the, like, from the equipment side, there's the newest equipment and there's deals. Now, there might not be the best deals on the newest equipment, but you get to pick. What's your game? My game does not require the newest equipment. My game requires a good deal. (laughs) So I'm going to find that down at the golf show. But if what you want is the latest in drivers, uh, wedges, putter technology, that's also all going to be down there. And then you can talk to dozens and dozens of golf courses and the best resorts in Michigan and book some great tee times, some great opportunities to get out and play the game. There's instructors. So if you need lessons, if you need to improve your game, like maybe that's what I should be spending my money on. We got all of that, too. West Michigan Golf Show Friday through Sunday this weekend at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Carolyn, I'll see you on Friday. I can't wait to see you then. All right, Carolyn, all good people connected to the West Michigan Golf Show. Mark Wilson's going to join me from the Ferris State University PGA Management Golf Program, and we'll talk golf, and Tiger Woods is going to be back at the Genesis. You have the Live Tour conversation. Hottest new names, Mark Wilson talking golf with me, Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live, all happening Friday 3 until 6 when the huge show is broadcasting statewide from the West Michigan Golf Show in downtown GR at DeVos Place. And make sure you take a few swings on the long drive simulator. Beat my long drive. You could win that overnight. Stay for four, 36 holes of golf and a taco Tuesday night dinner for Matt Golden and his team at the Tullamore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. All right, a few shout-outs I want to leave you with on college football and college sports signing day, too. Uh, Jeffrey Curtis wants to give some love to Evan Curtis from Fowler High School, committed and signed today to play at Grand Valley State University. Daniel Warner, some huge love to Mia Warner, Bay City Western High School, signed to play women's soccer at Delta College. Uh, Greg Swanson, Landon Swanson from Charlevoix, signed with CMU. Uh, Congrats to the Swanson family. And also uh, TJ Tuka Kelly, an old teammate of my daughter's, uh, Taryn Kelly has committed to play women's soccer at Concord University in West Virginia, and she's coming back from a knee injury. And good luck to Taryn, always a spark plug back in the day playing soccer. Thanks to everybody uh, for the shout-outs. We were able to give a lot of love statewide today. It's a big, big moment uh, for young men and women and those families and also the schools that will welcome them in. And I'm really, really honored to 
call West Michigan home and look at the growth of college athletes coming out of West Michigan high schools. It's phenomenal. And I give Mark Ennis, Brian Paulson, and the crew at Power Strength Training Systems a lot of love for the speed, agility, and strength they're bringing to athletes here in West Michigan. 24-7, everything you need is at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.